for nine years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And 30 years of Rosie on the House. All right, y'all, come on in. Rounding up on our last hour of broadcast here at Rosie on the House. We've covered a lot of ground today. We've got a lot of ground to cover yet. I want to talk to you all about what level of organization currently permeates your life. Okay, some of you are laughing. <laughs> some of you are laughing hysterically at each other. All right? But we brought in a special guest, Miss Sandy Cowan. Sandy, thanks a million for coming in. My pleasure. I am just so thankful your name and your organization has crossed our radar screen. I just can't tell you <laughs> how much I value this service. The name of the company is... My Life in Order. What could be more inviting <laughs> than that? My Life in Order. Let's talk a little bit about what you do. We we are dealing, Jennifer and I are dealing with this now with our parents. You know, and we're, we're, we're at that, we're at that state now. I, I can't go in my mom's house where she isn't walking around with a magic marker and, and masking tape saying, you want your name on this? You want your name on this? I said, Mom, I don't want my name on anything. We're not talking about this. <laughs> She's perfectly healthy. You're perfectly fine. I'm not taping my name to nothing. But it, it's a hard topic to talk about. Well, it is. And, you know, Rosie, I don't think it's always because the person is afraid of going away. I think it's because it's so overwhelming. They don't know where to begin. Well, that could be. Uh-huh. That could be. How did you get in to this career? Well, it was actually by accident, but that's the way the best things happen, I yeah, think. Yeah, sure. And a couple of years ago, I was quite ill and actually didn't think I was going to make it. And, um, so I started getting things together. I don't have a large family. I have one son, and he's smart and he's wonderful, but he's totally ignorant about anything I have in my home. And I've ah. told him a million times about this valuable or this antique or yes. this okay. family memento, and it I watch it ricochet right off his head. I mean, it isn't going in there at all. So I was afraid. I don't have a big estate anymore. And I was afraid that when I when I passed on, that my the little bit I had would not be maximized. That he wouldn't get full value right. for, for things I'd collected. And um, and I knew in one in one instance I have a 18th century bureau that's probably worth 15 grand, and I knew I could see it sitting out on a carport sale. Yeah, he had carport sale for 150 bucks. That's exactly right. right. That's exactly right. (laughs) So I thought, by golly, I'm going to go through my house room by room and list only the things that are either very valuable or very sentimental. And my son's got a soft heart, so he'd okay. want to know about those okay. before he trashed them, you know. And I went through room by room, and there weren't that many things, you know, but I typed them all up and put them together. 
And then um, I did it with my jewelry because even though my granddaughter gets all my stuff, she doesn't know the one bracelet that her papa gave me when John, when her daddy was born. Or she doesn't know the little locket my mom found when she was eight years old that meant so much to her. So I identified those things on a few sheets of paper. Okay. And before you knew it, I had built this little binder full of all kinds of information and goodies that all my son had to do was pick up, and he would know everything from where the mailbox key is to what the passwords are for my phone and my computer to where the will and trust documents are kept to who you call about the insurance, blah, 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 blah. So that's well, how it happened. Well, And then when you realize the the size of task this is, uh, I have to believe a lot of people just keep kicking it down the road. They just keep kicking that can down the road. Yeah. And they think sometimes about the obvious things, but they forget about some of the very critical little things like that safe deposit key. And I will tell you, you know, the bill for that only comes once a year to your house. And if the bill had just come, and let's say two months later you get hit by a truck, and the family's in trying to figure, they don't know whether you've got a safe deposit box or not, and in that box are a whole bunch of gold coins. All right, now they sell the house, the forwarding thing stops after six months, and when the bill for the safe deposit key finally comes, it gets returned, and nobody ever knows it's there. Yeah. So I'll tell you, little bitty things are really important. Well, we recently uh, were made aware of a remodeling project just outside of Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, new owners to a home. They did a significant remodel. In the process of the remodel, they uncovered a strong box. Oh, my gosh. That was hidden. Oh, my gosh. They opened the strong box, and it had about $80,000 in cash. I don't <laughs> doubt that a bit. And, and, you and it, it, it took it, – that was nine months ago. They still mm-hmm. don't know who's that money. They're trying to find who belongs to that money. Oh, is that scary? This sounds familiar. I mean, wait, wait, this sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, I think my uncle. <laughs> but it, but it, but I know people that mm-hmm. that hide things in their home. When we start remodeling, they always say, "Now I need a couple days. You know, there's some things in there I need to get out. You know, and uh, and sometimes where do you keep f- record of that? And sometimes they forget where they hit them. <laughs> yes. I mean, I was doing, I have an aunt back east, and when we did her, it was actually a carport sale to get rid of her things. She, um, I'm, I'm hauling the ironing board out. By golly, taped on the back of the ironing board was 40 bucks. You know, I mean, she had little pockets of money everywhere. <laughs> you do have to try and keep track of it, that's yeah, for do. sure. Yeah, well, do. so you, you got into this just out of need you saw in your own life. Yes, and then friends began to – I was kind of showing a couple friends what I had done, and I put everything into one binder. So you go to one place and you find everything. And my friends said, oh, my golly, will you help me do one for me? And then another friend said, will you do one for me? And and so, you know, it just sort of grew. It's pretty much a word-of-mouth thing. I imagine. Mm-hmm. And you have brought one of your binders in. It's 15 chapters. Yeah. Yeah, 
there are little tabs you can even do, you know, like in my case, I'm an only child. And when I die, all the family memories from my side of the family go away. And the best stories are the family stories about the crazy aunt and some sure. of her antics and some of the other things that happen. And, the, and they disappear. So I capture for people little anecdotes about family members or about themselves. Um, you know, when the grandkids get to be about 40, 50, sometimes they're curious about what Grammy was really like. Yeah, chapter, chapter 12, family memories. There you go. Chapter 15, personal video and CD memories. Oh, yeah. You compile all of this for families. I do. I'll do whatever they want. Some people want just one or two things. Some want all of it. And um, and and some, I just show them how to do it themselves. Yeah, know? everybody does have that one uncle. We've got Peg Leg <laughs> Perry, who lost oh. his leg in the Civil War okay. and then shot a man in his front yard for cussing in front of his wife. And he was one of the very first prisoners in Angola prison right after it was built. Oh, That's my great-great-uncle, Pegleg Perry. <laughs> well, you can't see. You, you can't you forget all got those. A, you all got a pegleg in the family tree somewhere, right? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> all right. So other than the memories, which I would think, I mean, this isn't something someone calls you and you meet with them for two or three hours and it's done. This this is a massive project. <laughs> well, it can be teeny or it can be massive, you okay. know. Um, one one client, he he didn't even want a pretty leather binder. He said, just give me a cheap staples three-ring thing and let's go. And so I did his little thing, and it just took three hours total. Um, other people— But he got it done. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, Rosie, part of his thing, he didn't even have a will together— and the reason he hadn't gone to get a will was that he couldn't get his thoughts organized. He didn't know who he wanted to be, the executor. Yeah. He didn't know what he wanted to do. He needed to talk it through. And candidly, I'm a lot cheaper than a $350-an-hour attorney. So he was just talking through with me, and I was making notes for him. And then he took his notes, and he went to his attorney, and he had everything handled. He needed that preliminary sounding board. Yes, he did. Just yes, talk their did. way through it. Mm -hmm. Chapter one, revocation of trust agreement. Chapter two, last will and testament. Chapter three, further details of executing the will. Chapter four, health care power of attorney and living will. Chapter five, financial durable power of attorney. All critical things Very. that people have to be able to put their hands on Very. Uh, when the inevitable unfolds. Okay. Now, how, how, when you do this for a client, and I want to talk about the process of building, when you do this for a client, you give them one nice leather bound, but don't you need to distribute multiple copies? I mean, do the key kids, do the executors get them? Do you put one at the safe deposit box? Uh, no. Okay. I, I like, we can do electronic versions, but okay. most old people over 60 that I know, they don't want all their information electronically anywhere. Yeah. Um, and they kind of like the idea of a hard copy. And so most, most of my clients, they let the kids know where it is. They let them know what they've done. The next time they visit at the house, they show them the book. And that's kind of where they leave it. I mean, um, I have electronic copies of things. So if there was ever a fire or something horrible, I mean, people could 
you know, recoup the information. Right. But, um, but Rosie, I've even got in there for women which photo to use for the obituary. I mean, you don't know how important that is for a female. You don't even think about that. They don't want some ugly picture of them in the paper or wherever you post the obit. We are here with Sandy Cowan of mylifeinorder.me. We're going to come back and finish talking to her about just the job of getting your life organized and documented and codified when when we're back in just a minute. We're here this morning at Rosie on the House talking with Sandy Cowan of My Life in Order. The website is mylifeinorder.me. Gary D., what uh, what song are you going to pick for your funeral, bud? I, I can't decide between the Saints Come Marching In or Amazing Grace on Bagpipes. What's it going to be for you? It will likely be a Jimmy Buffett song. Jimmy Buffett? You know, when I was 12 years old. Burgers in Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> Cheeseburgers in Paradise. Uh, uh, Party at the End of the World. That was a, a great song, too. I've always been a fan of Come Monday. I was 12 okay. years old on a school bus going to, I don't know, uh, middle school or something like that. But that, When the first time I heard that song, it just rung true. Okay. It wasn't until many years later I go, oh, I know what it's about. I know what it's about. That's right. All right, Miss Sandy, you help people put their life in order. And again, the website is mylifeinorder.me. There is a tab there, why. Why does the service make sense? Visit through why you have a list of people waiting to meet you. Absolutely. Um, There are numbers of reasons, and I think the first reason is because this process, when you have somebody help you with it, can be, well, should be very comprehensive. And it's always difficult when it's you and your things and your family to be objective. And so I help people fill in those little holes in the Swiss cheese with all these meaningful pieces that are important. For example, people need to describe what kind of service, just like you were talking about the song. Some people actually plan theirs out, which sounds egoy. But I don't believe it is. I think it takes a load off the kids because you'll find infighting happens sometimes with children. They'll say, oh, we need to have a a mass, and oh, no, we need to do this, and oh, Dad didn't want anything formal, and oh, no, we should really. When you really wanted a raucous party and nobody threw it, you know? So even though you casually mention those through your life, that stuff doesn't stick with children at a time of trauma at a time of loss. They get all proper and they get all pinched up. So putting putting this packaged like you mm-hmm. like you have it in this binder is a huge anxiety melter. Oh my God. It's liberating. Uh, for for everybody, for mm-hmm. both sides. And this isn't just an end of life document. People need to do this just to get organized at any time in their life. Oh, that's right. And and honestly, Rosie, I mean, you can be 50 years old. You don't know when you're going to get hit by a truck. Right. I mean, so it's just kind of having things tidied up. And I've had 40 and 50 year olds call me and say, oh, my gosh, you've got to help my folks. I mean, I'm not walking in that mess. You just go, just go in there, get some of it sorted through so that I know what's going on here because I can't take 
a month out of my life to get this all organized. There. And I, I imagine that some of your clients, I mean, it, it, it really is more than a three- or four-hour meeting. Yeah, the first the first one's about an hour where we go through the 15 things. And some people, they just want to do two or three things to begin with. And okay. then later yeah, let's they Let's get add. started. Let's, yeah. Okay, let's begin the journey. That's right. And then they add to it. And over time, they can decide, you know what, now I want to do some family memory things. And now I want to do some others. So some are ongoing as they can either afford to or decide they want to. And there's no pressure for me. You know, everybody has to be comfortable with this. So, Right. So where do you generally start? Just getting them to put the critical end documents together I and just have them, that in place? Yeah, I walk them through all 15 points, and I get a sense from them of which ones they kind of would like to do and which ones they're kind of lukewarm on. And then I say, all right, well, why don't we start with these five things or these four things? And this this is what it would cost, and then off we go. I mean, a part of your service is actually inventorying their entire state. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And do you and, do that on video or or, or still uh, still photography? Know, I or? can do that. I can okay. take pictures and actually put you know those old recipe boxes, or sure. you can do it digitally. Yeah. But I like the old recipe boxes where you have hard copies of the photos, and you can write on the back what you paid for it, when you bought it, the story. The story, and and put them in there by lamps and sofas and you know depending on on what you've got, um, that works. You can do video also, but a lot of people they don't want everything inventory. They just want the important things documented, and um, and I can do either one. I would imagine in your line of work it must get. T- who do you go to to appraise really peculiar things? Oh, well, that's... There's specialists in that arena, I yeah. imagine. Yeah, and because prices change, and somebody can do this, and they're around 20 more years, you know. Right, yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah, it's true, yeah. <laughs> this is not a, uh, uh, an exit strategy, necessarily. But where to sell the items... And you know what, we're going to we're gonna need to come back to this because okay. we're coming up against a hard break at the okay, bottom of the hour. It? We're here visiting with Sandy Cowan... From My Life in Order, helping you put your life in order, not not just for the inevitable, but, I mean, for today, for tomorrow, just getting it done, knowing where everything is, having it all in one place, a tremendously valuable asset. We're more with Sandy when we get back. Here at Rosie on the House with Miss Sandy Cowan of My Life in Order. How would you like to have all of your important documentation, an inventory of all your possessions, a complete analysis of your estate, and the funeral wishes that you may be keeping secretly deep within your heart, as well as family memories you'd like carried on once you leave? Putting this all into one binder, that's what Sandy works with you to accomplish. Sandy, how would people get a hold of you? Well, they can either go to my website, mylifeinorder.me, and all my contact information is there, or they can simply call 602 
618-618-6125, and they'll reach me. Now, there'll be a day when Romy is going to be trying to figure out what the value <laughs> of certain things I collect are. And there, I have mm-hmm. some peculiar collections. How do you go about finding someone? I mean, what's the most peculiar thing you've ever had to try and appraise? Or what collection? I mean, people collect the quirkiest things. Yes, they do. And and actually, <laughs> I'm not... I'm not a licensed appraiser, so right. I don't want anybody to think that. But you must have incredible but, contacts oh, in yeah. that arena. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, sometimes the owner has an idea of who other collectors are around the country. Oh. And very often we can contact them and sort of start a little bidding war uh, to see how much we can get out of the item. Or You know, I actually ended up with a piece of art. That way, I waited for one piece of art for 15 years. There you go. And one family member knew I wanted that piece of art, and they called me and said, "Today it's available." See, there you go. And it was only because the owner made it obvious this piece is wanted by. I had to buy it, and I paid a fair price for it. Right, but. I'd been looking for that piece for 15 years. You know, Rosie, there are also excellent auction houses, you know, Christie's and Bonham's Bonham's Antiques, um, various auction houses around the country that take specialized groups of things. But even fishing lures, my goodness, fishing lures... Bring money. She's right. And and you forget what Grandpa's got in that little tin box, so... Yeah, these are these are great, and I'll do a lot of that in advance. But sometimes I'll just put sourcing down so that the family later can begin sourcing the information, and they know where to go to look. Absolutely fantastic, putting it mm-hmm. all together. And again, I don't think this is, should wait until you're in your retirement golden years. I, I think this is a package you ought to get in the habit of putting together and keeping updated for the duration of your life. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It it it's an extraordinarily comfortable feeling and the more you think about it the more you add to it and I've ended up with some little tubs of goodies for my grandkids that I just now that I'm in the thought process of collecting stuff that I save for them and their little things that I'll just put in their little Tupperware their you know the Home sure. Depot bins. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> How long a process could this take? To go to if for a client that wants to go through all fifteen chapters. Well, if they're if if they've got a if their stories have stories, which some people they're like that, um, it could go three or four weeks. But typically, it's a week or two. It is. Uh-huh. You put it together that quick. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, the website is mylifeinorder.me, dot me, and there. You have a tab for why, just why even consider getting this done, but a lot of other great information as to what will be put together, what will be organized, and don't be intimidated at the big step, the big project it is. Let's just take it one little step at a time. I make it painless and fun. Yeah. And, <laughs> and who, who, who are your number one clients? You mean the demographic? The, yeah, the, the niche. Type? Yeah. Well, the, Actually, I have some couples, but the ones that seem to need it the most are the people who live alone. Interesting. Uh-huh. 
either single men living alone, single women living alone, because they don't have somebody that routinely is knowing what's going on that can help translate to other family members, and uh, those people need it the most. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to bring another special guest in here, actually someone from the Paradise Valley Police Department. Well, let's bring Patricia Wagner into the conversation. She has a group, Yana, to address just that, you're not alone. Oh. Miss Patricia. Yes, hi. Hey, thanks for joining us on this topic today. Oh, well, my pleasure. Well, tell us a little bit about what y'all have put together. Okay, it's um, it's called Yana, and it stands for You Are Not Alone, and it's a program for any of the Paradise Valley residents who want to join up. It's a reassurance program, actually what it is. Um, our We have 20 residents in there right now. Um, the residents range in age from 60 to 102, and we have married couples in there joining, and we have people who live alone or parents with uh, adult children. It's just some of them are very active and some of them are homebound. And um, like I said, it was a reassurance program. And they, if they join the program, they, get, they receive a call once a day at a time of their choice. And then it's an automated call. And the call is my voice, and it tells them if everything's okay, you press 1. And if you need help, you press 3. So if they push 1, then they're checked in for the day, and that's the end of it. If they press three, then dispatch is notified and the officer is sent out to check to see what the problem is. If they, uh, for some reason, they don't answer the first call, then they get two more follow-up calls, and then the third call comes in from dispatch itself. And if they still don't answer, then the officer is sent out also to check and to see what the problem is. Uh, The Yana resident gets a personal uh, visit every Wednesday from myself and my volunteer partner, Judy Chervenak, and we just go down there and talk with them and just get to know them better. The only criteria for joining the program is that they must have a Knox box, and the Knox box is provided by the town. It's installed by the community resource officer, Stephen McGee, and it's provided free for them if they, can, if they can't afford it. Otherwise, we would like a donation, you know, to help pay for the cost. But And actually, we suggest that everybody in Paradise Valley gets a Knox box because whether you're in the Yana program or not, uh, it provides access to your house for the police and fire department in case there is an emergency situation, you can't answer the door. So that's basically what the, pro- you know, what the Yana program is. They show up, they, you can't open the door. Their only option is bust something to get in. Exactly. And that's why the Knox box is so important. And, and this, you are not alone program is available in different communities, but not all communities. So you can go online, look up Seniors Helping Seniors and kind of find out. And then, Patricia, you and I talked about the fact they could maybe call the Price Valley Police Department and just kind of get get an idea of where how to get started. It is right. run by seniors. It is Seniors Helping Seniors volunteer work. Right. And, you know, you can call the Paradise Valley Police Department. Just tell them you're interested in learning more about the program, and they will let either me know or – the community resource officer, Stephen McGee, know, and we'll set up a time, and I'll come out there with Judy, and we'll talk to you about it. And it, it to repeat, it is a free service. If we yes. if we put the lockbox, knoxbox on the house, y'all look for a donation to cover the cost of that. But this is something that can be set up for checking on someone that is living alone, and you just want to know about it. So 
if in the case I live in Austin, Texas, my mom lives in Paradise Valley, how can I be looped into your communication channel? Well, what the the resident will fill out papers, and we have contact information. So if something should happen, you know, and a lot of times the people will be, you know, go to an appointment and they'll forget to call to <laughs> say that I won't be here for that, you know, for today. So don't call or just check me in. And so the police will be called and they'll go in. But if they find the person, you know, and they're sick, which has happened, and they have to go to the hospital, we contact their contacts and tell them. And so they're, they know all about what's happening. Fantastic. Well, it's Patricia Wagner from the Paradise Valley Police Department. We brought Patricia in because we were made aware of the program in Paradise Valley. There are other police departments and communities that do it. Jennifer, how would someone find out if they're in a neighborhood serviced by Yana? You go to the You Are Not Alone uh, website, and it's, it's listed under Seniors Helping Seniors. If you Google those two things, you'll find them. And, and if, they, if you don't have it, it should be worth exposing your police department to that and letting them know about it so that they could get it right it's and patricia you've met wonderful people it's just wonderful oh. relational relationship that you can build with the, the people doing very that. much very much so everybody everybody that we've met we've gotten close to we get to know them we get to know their families because sometimes we're in contact with the families so it's um it's really good for them and it's good for us Patricia, we really, really appreciate taking time out of your Saturday to join us and share this information with the Roselle in the House listeners. Thanks a million. Can I just add one more thing? Well, sure. Yeah. Okay. I just want to tell you that all this Yana program would not be possible if it wasn't for our wonderful police officers. The men and women of our police, they're very, um, oh, they're very quick to respond and they really care for the residents. And I think that makes a huge difference. Hats. And uh, I tell you, whoever lives in Paradise Valley is very lucky to have them look after us. Hats off to uh, the officers. We certainly Definitely. appreciate you bringing that to our attention. Miss Patricia Wagner, Paradise Valley Police Department. Again, thank you a million. Thank you. Bye-bye. So, Miss Sandy, were you uh, aware of a program like that? I was not. Yeah, and it and it's available in multiple locations and multiple communities. And I think that that's great. There was a time in our remodeling company where we would have uh, kids contact us and say, we want you going to our parents' house in Carefree, Cave Creek, Arcadia, Sun City West, and we want you just dropping in and checking on them once a week. You know, and we would change air filters, exchange uh, burned-out light bulbs they couldn't reach anymore, uh, clean out the lint filter. Uh, we would literally do anything except dispense medicine. We, we'd stop wow. we'd stop at the drugstore on the way and de- and deliver it for you if you wanted to or stop and pick up a few groceries for you and we we did that with a lot of cu- young married couples and the the girls would do the ladies hair and the guys would pull the dryer out and vacuum behind it and clean the top of the fan blades and it just it's just a great way to stay in touch Oh, it is absolutely, and you don't know how tough those fan blades are <laughs> to get to when you get a little older. And those high, high light bulbs, <laughs> that's right? That's right, that's so. right. All right, Miss Sandy, again, how would folks get a hold of you at My Life in Order? Well, they can call me directly at 602-618-6125, 
or they can go to mylifeinorder.me, and all my contact information is there. You come alongside them and help put everything into one beautiful bound copy that they can then... where, where do you tell them to keep it? Do you have them keep it right there on the property? Well, or then you do, do you relocate it to multiple safe locations? Or what do you do well, with it? Well, I have one client who said, my Georgia roots. She said, we always kept everything important on top of the refrigerator. And that's <laughs> where she keeps hers. So people have different places. Very good. Miss Sandy, thanks a million for joining us here at Rosie on House and sharing the information about this service with our listeners. It's Thank a you. growing, growing demographic for sure. It Sandy is. will come alongside of you and put it all in one simple place. That is a huge, huge anxiety reliever and liberator for you, the person she does it for. But now as I and Jennifer are getting older, we have friends now losing their parents. We see what they have to go through when, when they're trying to retroactively put all this together with a lot of unknowns. So Sandy will help you get it all known up front, make the whole event a lot easier, as well as get you organized today. Put your life in order. Mylifeinorder.me. Drop me up. Inside the jukebox if I die Lord, I want to go to heaven But I don't want to go tonight I keep it simpler. I think I'm changing my song for my funeral now. Put a stiff drink in my hand Prop me up Beside the jukebox if I now, I didn't want to turn this into a show about end of life. This, this organization, tactic, protocol, strategy needs to be done early, and it needs to be renewed consistently. Well, we're trying to rebrand the whole aging in place thing to living in place. Because you still got a lot of living left to do, and you just want to do it well. So you want to get organized. And I just want to say, we did not get near to cover all the things that we put in the blog this week. And there are so many things that you have to consider when you're living in place, including transportation. There's all kinds of good technology available. There's foundations like Duet, fantastic organization, nonprofit, Foundation for Senior Living. That's all in the article. If you want that article delivered each week to your mailbox, Romy, just go to info at rosieonthehouse.com. Is that the best way? You can also mm-hmm. do it on the front page of our website, rosieonthehouse.com, down on the right towards the bottom. Just sign up, and it'll be right there, and you'll have all this information every week. And it's all great information about home ownership, regardless what age you are. This week in particular, it's the latest on living in place. What I don't understand is I usually get interviewed for these articles. I wasn't interviewed for uh, – uh, chapter one: Keeping up with technology. Well, or the organized living thing. Right? I was gonna <laughs> that. Just saying. No one came in my office and interviewed me on these talking points. It's funny you say keeping up with technology because the whole time y'all are having this conversation, I'm like, this is gonna be so much more simpler for me because everything inventory is stored on my home Zada account. My home maintenance is gonna be uh, completely current, so they're gonna know what to do with the sprinklers, when the next paint jobs do, when the next roof replacements do. As well as your inventory How, of your assets. That's what I, yeah. Yeah, it, it can, the invent, and the inventory part is is the free service. It's the home maintenance uh, that's, that then goes to like a $5 a month service. And, you know, you talk about all this time, 
and the investment to do what you guys were talking about, well, five dollars, you know, turns out to be sixty bucks a month. And a let's month? see, I'm gonna a year. And uh, let's see, let's say I'm gonna live another fifty years. That's three thousand dollars over the next fifty years. It's all just gonna be done over time. And if you get started now, you can just build on it a That's little bit I mean. of a time instead of I'm, this I'm huge ordeal. I'm never going to have this big project uh, at the end It's of overwhelming. It. Go to rosieonthehouse.com and if you click on, click, you can click login or mouse over the homeowner resources in the first tab. You see Homezada Digital Home Management. I mean, it's it kind of it it kind of does for your home what Sandy does for your life. Mm-hmm. So it's just a another great opportunity of just getting things and, organized. And aside from the the passing on part of it, I mean, I I don't know that I'll be in the same home for the next fifty years. But at the point I go to sell it, the home, what kind of advantage does that give me in a market, especially if we're in this it's kind like, of it's market? It's like a diary of home ownership where you're competing with, uh, yes, with other sales who. What would you rather buy on the two homes for sale on the same street? One you don't know anything about, and another one you've got, like you said, in diary archive. It's what of- Carfax did to car buying. You you can go in and check that VIN number to see has this thing ever been rebuilt or been in a flood. You mm-hmm. know. Well, now Homes Auto will bring that same comfort level to the home buying process. You'll have everything codified and documented right there in one place. It was something I had been working on for a couple years. And then when I saw this, I thought, gosh darn it, someone beat me to it. And I started looking. I'm like, you know what? This is better than I would have done it. So let's let's partner with Homesada. Instead of trying to recreate the wheel and compete, partner with somebody who's already doing it and doing it better. And they give Rosie on the House listeners uh, uh, it's a package deal. There's a, there's a free level, and then there's a subscription level, right? The free level is inventory of your home. So you go through, you take pictures of your artwork, your jewelry, your guns, your furniture, um and and store it and then the home maintenance is in and task management and finance you can it's got a finance piece for home finance and that all opens up at the premium level like i said which is five bucks a month yeah so home zada so y'all check that out we've got some diamondback tickets to give away if you'd like to go to the diamondbacks game on july 4th Ooh. Fireworks. Fireworks. That is yeah. one place that they are going to have fireworks. Yeah. If you want to go to the Diamondbacks game, July 4th, what do we have? Two tickets, buddy? We're going to have to open this up to find okay. out. I don't know. But Jen already sealed it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you to KTAR Bonneville for providing the tickets. Uh, be yes, the fourth, two tickets. Be the fourth caller to one 767 the fourth caller who could correctly identify the crazy uncle I mentioned was in my family tree. What was his name? One-legged the, Stumpy or something like that? One. What is his name? We need the fourth caller, and you'll have two tickets to the Diamondbacks for July 4th. In the meantime, over the course of this next week, don't get scared. Go to rosiehouse.com. Next live, week, we live there. In July, we start air conditioning month. 